You spin me right around, baby, right around like a record, baby, right around, round, round. You spin me right around, baby, right round like a record player, right round, round, round. You spin me uh. right around, baby, right around. <laughs> I think that'll work. I think think we should. uh, Is that how we're gonna do this? Are we just just right into the right right after that? No intro. Code open. Code open. Up up down down. A B left right. (laughs) Left right left right. Up up down down. Left right left right. A B start. It's B A. A B start. Start. Is it A B or B A? I think it's A B. I think it's B A. The contra code. Jimmy Jacobs move. That's the actual name of the code. Yeah. Then you. He got fired. He got fired for the Bullet Club picture. I don't think he really got fired for the Bullet Club. You know what? No, he didn't really have any other reason else to get fired. Yeah, he's pretty good. He came up with the list of Jericho. That's what I'm saying. I don't think he. They had any real reason to. Oh, that's why they had to fire him. Never mind. I know why they fired him. Uh Yeah, it is because of that picture. But that's Uh because they sent a cease cease and desist to those people. So you can't really legally. Be like, hey, stop doing my shit, and then have one of your employees with the people that you're like. That doesn't look good for the company, so that's why they got to fire. Kind of like how CM Punk got mad at Colt Cabana allegedly. Because yeah, because he showed up. Show. Yeah, and yeah, he showed up at a show, and while he's got a lawsuit out, it it looks bad for your defense. I'm Speaking a of getting student. fired, Neville. Did you hear about that? He did not get fired. I, I think that's a working shoot. No, what it is not is that it. people are re- people want to be in people's business too goddamn mm-hmm. much. Oh, Neville wasn't at Raw. He must have been trying to quit. No, Neville wasn't at Raw because two weeks ago they clearly said if Neville or anyone touched Enzo, you didn't get a title shot. Was he on Raw last week? Why the fuck would the, huh? Was he on Raw last week? I didn't watch it last week. Remember? Was he on Raw last week? Yeah, he was on. He was on. Yeah, he was on two hundred five live too. I don't know. So it doesn't make any goddamn sense. I kind of feel like it's the CM Punk situation. Not no. the point where he walked out, not that part, but like 20 I'm not going to say that he doesn't have any gripes or anything. I don't know him personal. I don't know if he's uh, upset with yeah. them or I mean honestly, if there's anything that he should be upset about and I I I've read a few uh, I've read some of the articles like one of the things that uh, I hear that he would be frustrated about is that the same reason Austin Aries left and was upset is because he doesn't he didn't feel like the company valued him which is why when they had that match at wrestlemania and they were on the fucking pre-show not only mm-hmm. were they on the pre-show on the dvd their match is not on there that's yeah. also royalties that both of them are missing out on so that's bullshit yeah especially when they thinks of the actual cruiserweight division if they're like probably self-aware. fucking nothing if you didn't put it on your wrestlemania dvd I mean, you didn't put the cruiserweight. Really my, cha- you didn't put the cruiserweight championship match, which was, is wait, was Dean Ambrose and Baron Corbin on the DVD? That's a valid thing we got to say because that was also pre-show. Baron Corbin, I don't know. Baron Corbin versus Dean Ambrose. Versus, if, if I, they weren't, I doubt it. But they don't. They weren't on the DVD. But they weren't mad about it. That's the thing. There's a difference between being mad about it and being and feeling well, I'm saying, undeveloped. Like if if they looked at the cruiserweight division as shit and they purposely left it off the DVD because they don't care for it. I think that's the wrong 
reason to it, say it because they probably just didn't put any of the pre-show on the DVD. That's one way of putting it, but it, it also means that the company doesn't value that show, which means why would you put us on the pre-show if you didn't value the pre-show? I agree with that. Like, because every time that someone's on the pre-show, the first thing all the fans are like is, why is this match on the pre-show? Like, a good match that's on the pre-show, like, why is this match on the pre-show? And then WWE's like, oh, no, no, no. It's watched by everyone. It's the same amount of people as if they were watching the pay-per-view. No. It's actually seen by more people. People tune in at WrestleMania to probably yeah. like, they're our like, time seven and normally starts six here. They're sitting there like saying, "Oh, it's the same amount." Of, you know, it's you actually get really. seen by more people because the match is free. And it's like, yeah, but if the company doesn't view the sh- the pre show as part of the fucking show, mm-hmm. what's the point? It means they they're putting you there to put you out there for free because they don't think you're drawing money, and that that is uh, that's a slap in the fucking face to those to Austin Aries and Neville, especially to those motherfuckers who put on that hell of a fucking show at WrestleMania Speaking in their hell. first fucking match, I might add. <laughs> and that is is was that their first encounter? That was their first encounter. They didn't have a match at Fastlane. He fought Jack Gallagher, so their their first actual match because they had three matches. Rawls are blurred to me. Like that overall history recently, terrible. <laughs> it happened this year, Spencer. I know. Jesus Christ! I know. Don't get mad. I watched Raw and SmackDown. Trust me. I, was, I went to WrestleMania, so like and I had, you still don't remember. I, don't, I have a really bad memory when it comes to mid card Raw matches. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? That's the problem. It's it's not. I remember the mid card stuff because that's usually the stuff that's more intriguing. More than back in the day. Now it was I mean, it is. Like, it's they still, take it off Hulu. Still today, I had to watch Raw on Hulu this past week because I didn't feel like since three hours. Shit. I saw Braun Strowman beat Matt Hardy. Which I thought, was, I thought was pretty good. Then he got his I hate how he kicked out of the Twisted Fate at one, but also really liked it at the same time. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I mean, it's <laughs> I'm indifferent it's, to it's this. It's because Matt Hardy is going to do the, oh, the Woken thing or whatever that's going to be. But I don't know. I'm not in the biz. Well, I'm not in their business. business. Not in their business. But, uh, this is False Comeback. Um, oh yeah, sorry guys. This is the false comeback. Hey, welcome to uh, what is this episode three? No, you see, I always count that preview. No, is this episode two? Episode official episode two. Official episode two of the one two. Whoa, false comeback out of nowhere. That should not. I don't, see, I don't think that's how that works. I feel like that should be the intro to the show. One, two, false comeback. But that doesn't make any sense because it means a, a comeback that's not real. So that's... Don't make me edit any of this. I'm trying to make this as, <laughs> as easy as possible for us tonight. And that's why I keep talking. Last week I was up for four hours editing. because I like to speak when I have a microphone. No. <laughs> was a lack of speaking between the microphone talks that uh, I had to edit out. Ah. All right, let's start again. <clears throat> Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, dogs, cats, felines, Spencer Beretta and Daniel Miraculous proudly bring to you the number one podcast in all the world. All of it. Welcome. All of it. To the boss. Not to be confused with false cum shot. <laughs> not to be confused. Somebody actually, you know what? We're not even going to entertain that. I am your co-host, Daniel the Miraculous. 
Is that your middle name? No, but I like the way it sounds. I like Theo as a middle name. Name my kid that. No, no, no. You're gonna. Be, <laughs> yeah, okay. I like. You have learned nothing if you've never watched How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Your child's mother, middle name has to be. Wait for it. That's it. That's their middle name. That's not at the very end of the uh, series, is it? It's towards the end, yeah. Towards Man, I didn't see the last season. Oh, my you just spoiled everything for me. No, it's it's when. Um, Lily and Marshall actually have their baby. That's like he Barney. Oh, spoiler alert! Sorry. Oh, as if the baby's gonna die or something. <laughs> no, no one, they're definitely the pregnant. They were pregnant. They're uh-huh. definitely pregnant. They, they never had a problem Whatever. getting pregnant. This isn't never a other podcast. This is a, you a know pro what? wrestling podcast, and I have not introduced myself yet. Yeah, because you interrupted. I am. You already did yours. I did because you interrupted sorry. my introduction. Uh, the miraculous what? See, it's too no. <clears throat> now I have to start over. All right. Take three. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your co-host, Daniel, the miraculous as always, as only he can, miraculous. I'm here joined with my fellow co-host. The host of the evening. (laughs) He's the host. The host. He doesn't even talk. I am VCA official, the official, Spencer Beretta. Hmm. That's works. my nickname. It's like yeah. a double entendre. Yeah, I like it. You like that, huh? I, I like it. Uh, I'm a referee. Daniel here is a professional wrestler. I am. That I am. So we we know and don't know what we're talking about half mm. the time. I like to consider myself an intermediate wrestler. Professional is kind of a. <laughs> you know, I feel like I'm an <laughs> you're, intermediate. You're make it there first. I'm, a, I'm an elite wrestler. I wouldn't elite. say professional. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Right. I'm, I'm an elite wrestler. Professional is way below. Wouldn't me. quite call myself a professional. You're always learning. Is anyone ever really a pro at this? Elite is a little better than pro. Mm, I don't know. If you're an elitist. Yeah, but see, and being elite means that I'm better than intermediate, I'm better than rookie, I'm better than sophomore, and that's actually a, a word you would use for that. I am not a professional because I'm not wrestling at the, um, I'm not, I'm, I don't, just don't consider myself a professional. Yeah, I mean, even in WrestleMania. So. I mean, not even just that. I mean, I don't think my, honestly, if, we're not, if I'm going to critique myself, I'm going to be honest. I just don't think that my wrestling ability is considered professional mm-hmm. yet. I have a good grasp of what I do. I, I love what I do. I love the sport. I watch mm-hmm. the sport. I learn. But as much as I learn on a, every time I wrestle, uh, I, would, I, I wouldn't consider it professional because I learn so much every single time. So I don't know. Like that's just how I feel about it. I just I don't consider myself a professional wrestler yet. I feel like you have to earn that, and I don't feel like I've earned it yet. So I'm a referee. I, yeah, you know that's <laughs> there's not really any kind of moniker to that. Count to three. I'm a referee. Hey, there's more to it than that. Don't don't insult me now. Oh, uh, don't insult you. There's there's ten counts in there. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, and don't forget those. Don't forget those yeah. tricky ass rope breaks. Oh, you never know, man. You know, sometimes why is one half of your mustache thicker than the other? It's the lighting. It's half. Blonde, That's not half the bright. lighting. I've been staring at it this whole time. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah, it's literally thicker on the left hand, on the right hand side. I haven't Your shaved right it side. in like a couple months. Anywho, ladies and gentlemen, today we are here to talk to you about a pay-per-view WWE presented last sell. Or, you know, he can do that. That's a way to, uh, uh, you know what, let me give it a shot. Hell in a cell. Nah, I gotta have more, uh, 
Kind of more twang in the back of your throat. Not nice. So you're, doing Vince, not, not, you're doing Vince McMahon that. You're doing the Vince McMahon. Exactly. Way. No, I'm not doing the Vince McMahon impression. No, we have enough of those. No, I'm just doing a half every person. In a cell. You know what? Before we get into Hell in a Cell, I just want to throw out the Armageddon Hell in a Cell with the six superstars really is underrated. I wish they would have. I wish they would just do it again. A six man Hell in a Cell. I don't know why they should they... change the name of Hell in a Cell to Armageddon and just do the six man as a main event, but do other Hell in a Cell matches in the same card. I mean, why not? Because that's they stole TNA's thing. That's why. Six has a steel like lockdown. No, they stole TNA's themed pay per views like lockdown. Every match consi- was consisted in the six sides of steel. That was the original. That's every match. Yeah, that was supposed to be the theme. Is that every match is in? You're locked down. That's the point. That's the theme. Every match is consisted in this. So that means brutality all night long. I thought when we got Hell in a Cell that I would get that. I did not get that. I get three matches with. Each one of those things being like okay, like at TLC, they do a tables match, a ladders match, a chair match, and chair matches the most stupid. And thing then ever. they do a TLC. Yeah, just like at Extreme Rules, you only get like one real Extreme Rules match. They well, one that they actually brand Extreme Rules, which is just a hardcore match, or you know, a falls count anywhere. Where you could just fucking say that, but no, they they had to steal Extreme, extreme from Rules ECW. Is not falls count anywhere. It might as fucking well be is no, the point different. that's different though it's hardcore no dq i mean hardcore street saying. fight falls count anywhere like when i'm playing 2k if you're gonna put extreme rules and you're gonna put like hardcore, hardcore it doesn't make a difference there's, there's no holds barred fuck, no holds barred is a match in 2k and it doesn't make any no fucking barred sense and uh fucking extreme rules yeah, and no, i think so- the only difference is you can pick weapons in extreme rules why can't you do that no yeah. holds barred because, because it's, it's not extreme. You don't get to pick the the, the Singapore cane. You don't get to no, pick the ladders. You don't, you don't get to pick the chairs. You chains. shouldn't have to. It doesn't make sense. That's just me. <laughs> it's just. It. Anyway, hell in a cell. Hell in a cell. It was at the Little Caesars Arena. Okay. Where is that at? In, in no, I don't know. Little, little Caesars Arena. Was little I'm, Caesars Arena. I'm but just, where was it at? Just now finding out they had an arena. Yeah, I know, right? I was really shocked when I, when I saw that. Um, I want to say it's in... Just one note I don't have here is where it was located. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it was in front of 16,200 people. Which is a decent crowd. I don't know why people keep saying that WWE... Better than WWE can get in Memphis. I keep, they keep saying thing. that their, their attendance is going down, and I don't see it. Just because a lot of seats are empty doesn't mean there aren't... A a bunch of people in that building. And by the way, Hell in a Cell, I noticed they didn't pan over to the left like they normally would. There were a few empty seats over there, not nearly as much. Like for a pay-per-view, that was a nice fucking crowd for that. And for the show that we got that nobody Ooh. expected, yeah, they it should have yep. fucking been packed, but people didn't believe the high. Like, see, people mm-hmm. were thinking that this was going to be just a regular B show. And you know what? I looked at this card, and I was like, hmm. You got the New Day and the Usos, Hell in a Cell. They got to throw in the A-plus, you know, they got to throw in the A-plus match or or two or moments in the pay-per-views to uh, sell them. Well, I mean, yeah. And save them all up. You you anticipated Kevin Owens and Shane the Man being the main event and being good. What you did not expect was all the fucking crazy shit that made your heart, like, stop. Like, um, we'll talk about all we'll the, talk about the, it when we match. get there, but you know, like, um, let's go ahead and uh, the new days versus the Usos opening the contest, live oh tag team championships. My god, that match was 
absolutely fantastic. I, I would say it was almost perfect. I would say it was almost perfect. I wouldn't cell say match. that it was perfect. What I will say is that no, we all knew they were going to steal the show because the, I personally did not. How how could you not have? You I didn't. Not I didn't know watching? they were going to do what they were doing. Have you not been watching their feud? I have. Oh, okay, then you knew they were going to steal the fucking show. Yeah, but show. it's like the fourth, fifth time we've seen it. Yeah, that's why it was going to steal the show. They did not expect it to be as good when the New Day won the titles at SummerSlam. They didn't expect that match to be that good. No one did. It was, it was pre-show, on the, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's why. it was. Uh, and then they, they were actually on the main card before that because mm-hmm. the Usais took the titles back at SummerSlam, I think. No, they lost. No, they took them back at SummerSlam. They lost them before SummerSlam. So when did they lost New Day them, get it? They lost them at mm, Battleground, I think that and New Day got him back at SummerSlam. No, no, no. Usos lost him to the New Day. And then... That's why I don't like these hot potatoes. That's why I love it, because it makes your title fucking feel like it's legitimate. Like, you By have, everyone forgetting when you have two, you lost it. It doesn't matter how many times the titles change hands. It just matters that you have two teams who mm-hmm. are in their peaks trading the title back and forth because they're one-upping each other each and every time. I agree with that. I the like street that. fight that the Usos chose as their... D- their playing ground to defend their titles and they lost them to the New Day on SmackDown. So when the New Day is time to turn around and pick their playing ground, I knew the New Day was going to lose. I, watching the match, y'all, I, I was getting a little skeptical there. But I yeah. knew in the end the Usos were going to win. Mainly, well, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know for sure. I thought maybe the New Day was going to win it. I, I just wanted the Usos to win because Honestly, I, I, I love both teams, but I really wanted the Usos to win. Recently, when I watched the Usos and their characters, it's just like... They are... It's something I was never really into. They're like, doing the best work they have done. Let, let, let me get to in it. Wild. So I was watching Hell in a Cell, and I was watching the New Day. They came out. They did the little promo in the ring and all that. And then I see the Usos come out, and I'm like, I look at them differently. There's like a spark in my eye that this happens as soon as I see them. I was like, Oh my god, this team is fucking awesome. Oh, so now you like the Usos? I like the I like the Usos before they even had this Hell in a Cell match. When they were coming right. out, and I saw their look. See how determined they were. They were ready to kick some ass. I was like, dude. The moment I, they I turned this. heel, I was I was a fan when they were baby faces. I just I wanted I wanted everyone to cheer them. I've once on I noticed the, the that everyone was starting to boo them because of what they had did with them and with and Roman Reigns. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's why they're getting booed. And so now they everyone knows you're on Roman's team. Everyone's like, oh, screw you guys. So they started getting booed. So they turned them. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? It was about time you guys have been uh, baby faces since thou. Let's see what you can do as a heel. Yep. What I did not expect was them to switch characters so drastically. And like, like I knew they weren't going to do the face paint anymore, even though I know Vince wanted them to keep doing the face paint. But see... That's like as a as a wrestler, it's like if you're gonna have me turn, don't have me still doing the same thing that I'm doing as a babyface and just try to make it be bad. Like I can't paint yeah. my face, and because they're still gonna see me as the same person. If I stop painting my face, I'm not that same guy anymore. And they they take notice of that. So That's take the why they took the paint off. And I like the ring gear. It's just street gear. <laughs> yeah, I'm fairly like sure it. it's like specifically made to be wrestling gear. Yeah. But still, it's it looks yeah. fantastic. Now, but but when we see the Usos and the New Day inside the cell, inside the ring, they're staring at each other. I knew it was going down right then. When I, the knew, bell I knew rings. it was going down when the Usos yeah. set foot inside, like when they walked through the threshold of that cage and they're looking around. And I it's saw like, oh, shit's about to get And real. the reason I I could feel it, what I the problem that I had with the match is that all the all the New Day members entered the cell, so I was like, well, 
who's I was surprised. Who's starting. I was surprised Xavier was in it, but damn, I was, how happy he was. I was not really ex- surprised because I was sort of expecting it because I, I know Kofi had that injury. Yeah. And I think since he's been the one, he was in the street fight and he was like, since he's been the one, it makes sense mm-hmm. to finally switch up on him in the last one because the Usos, as a, from a storyline point, the Usos wouldn't have seen it coming because they've only fought Kofi and Big E. So in I the like last Xavier match, yeah, you swap it out, it. you add Xavier and then that that's, throws That's a good spot for their exclusive to Xavier, so we'll get now, to that here in a I'm second. A little, the reason I'm a little biased uh-huh. on this match and why I, I probably liked it so much more is because I watch Xavier Woods' uh, gaming channel up down down. Shout out. Um, and on there, you, 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 like when you watch somebody and you see them, uh, not on the, in the WWE spectrum, you just see them being a person. And I, yeah. I feel like you grow an attachment to you almost to the point where you feel like you know them personally. Yeah. And that's why when I was watching that match and I was watching some of the things that was happening to Xavier and I felt that pain cause I know him as a person. I'm like, I know he's a great wrestler, but that still hurts like shit. There's no way that doesn't hurt. You have two mm-hmm. men swinging Singapore canes at your ribs. I know it hurts. And to hear the screams of Xavier Woods echoing through the arena, yeah. it it added a touch of emotion there that and, a, and just a smidge of brutality that you know you wouldn't have felt if you didn't mm-hmm. feel like you knew Xavier as a person. And yeah. it also made the Usos look more brutal. Because they're doing it right in front of Kofi. Kofi's right outside the the, the, mm-hmm. the steel cage there, and they're just yeah. going right at him. Um, but I we'll, love that. We'll, the we'll new, get to all of that. Though. I mean, I was about to start. I don't uh, know. But well, um, I mean, isn't this the match we're reviewing now? So why are we? I mean, there's a lot of stuff that happened before. I don't want to get into. That's what I was about to do. Okay, so let's switch it all up. I was gonna segue. Putting the album on uh, random. I was segueing. Uh-huh. You didn't let me segue. You interrupted my segue. I did not interrupt your segue. You said, all you right. You just went into I, the middle of the match review. No, I was just giving a, <laughs> a, a a different outlook on the match. The opening bell rings. Oh, my God. All four men stare at each other with intensity. Okay. They look down, and they notice, hey, we're going to make this a street fight. I mean, that's essentially what it was. And so they go out <laughs> outside the rain. They go and meet the aprons. Ins- oh, I want to know why Big E grabbed a chain. Like, why have all the it's weapons? Fucking badass. Yeah, but I, Big all, E looks all the, cool with a chain. Never seen them with a chain. Like, I get that it's brutal, but really out of nowhere. I liked it. I liked it. So he grabs. They grab all this. Did he grab out the uh, rainbow cane? At that he moment? had one. He had. One he gra- grab it at that moment. He didn't it use. It. He never even got to use one. Yeah. <laughs> if that makes you feel any better. <laughs> But uh, I noticed in the beginning, Big E, I think, speared Jimmy Uso off, out of the ring into the cage, mm-hmm. and fucking buckled. Yeah. The cage, like, pretty much broke. No, the cage Everything didn't break. Shifted. It was just, the, the wall itself wasn't touching the ground. Like, it's mm-hmm. touching the ground, but it's still, it's it, it's a chain link. It's, it's gonna, it's I, got I think, give to it. If my memory serves me correctly, I think the actual chain, like, fence part of it was coming off of the cell. Nah. If my memory serves me correctly, I'll have to rewatch that on the award winning WWE I'm Network. I'm rewatching it anyway. It was a great match. I was scared. <laughs> I'd see that spot. Um, but, um, did I just say but, um, but, um, um but, um, but, um, <laughs> but they go, um, eventually get back in the ring and I just, I, I mean, let me go back to that. Okay. The, the that was, was a sick. fast and furious open. They went yeah. right at it, right out of the gate. That, um, what was it? The, the wheelbarrow chain punch that Xavier did? Oh, yeah. Loved it. Yeah, I was like, what? That's, that's fantastic. But I loved how the Usos got dominated for what it 
felt like. How what, long was this match? It was a minute. It, I'm fairly sure it was 30 it to 40 minutes. That felt like that. It felt that way. If it wasn't. If it was like it, 16 minutes, I'd be then I would, Yeah, if they packed <laughs> all that in there. But there's no way. Because the Usos. Uh, they, the Usos and the New Day. They came right at each other with the with the punches and they did the tag mm-hmm. it, was, it was the dives that really started. Like they got a "This is awesome" chant. Not t- um, two minutes into the match, like they they got a "This is awesome" chant. So I knew right then yeah. and there. I'm watching. You know, you can when you're watching you wrestling, you can it. you can know when you're watching magic and you're watching yeah. history. It was instant. Classic. Right then, yeah, right then and there, I knew I was watching a classic. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about these two teams being. In the what I love about the match was like. It's like everything you think about when it comes to the name Hell in a Cell. This is exactly what you want. Yeah, to, it, for that it's name to a represent. Classic. You want you it want, to represent like, an instant. When classic. people think of Hell in a Cell, I want them to think about a, Usos and New Day. A confrontation that's, between that's two exactly bitter, what it should be. two bitter rivalries that's coming to an end. It's really, mm-hmm. it's what it's for. What I I'm gonna I'll come back to it later when we get there. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna come back to it when we get there. Um, anywho. The dive spots, and then they went right into Vicious. the New Day, dominating mm-hmm. the, the Usos for the trombone what? spot. Where, yeah, uh, like the, he Diggy brought got all these two. Trombones. Yeah, he brought two. They won another one. Well, okay. I don't know time. if anyone else noticed this, but me. But did anybody else notice that that was actually an older version of the, like he has multiple trombones? A Francesca. Yeah, he has multiple trombones. So like yeah. the red one was when they dressed up in that red gear. Those they had. real trombones. Yeah, those are real fucking trombones. I'm not sure what a trombone looks like or feels a, like. Yeah, it's metal. It's heavy. It looked plastic and sounded like plastic. Not saying, did not you, saying it did not hurt. I mean, did you hear that? Sm- okay, the I trombone, heard plastic break. The trombone has a slide on it, which mm-hmm. is how you make the notes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm familiar. When he hit him with that, the rest of the trombone went away. All he was holding was the slide. That slide is made of pure metal. So when he picked it up and hit him on it with it. It didn't bend. It didn't buckle. It just smacked his skin. That hurt. The whole trombone, like, kind of just like broke apart. No, no, no. He, I'm talking about when the trombone was. He just had the slide in his hand. It was after he hit him with the first one. And he held that slide right before he got the second one from Biggie. Yeah. He hit him with the slide. That had to be some of the most pain. And he didn't hit him with the the op- the loose end where you put the slide back on. No, he hit him with the the rounded end, the hardened end. Mm-hmm. That part has to hurt. And these dudes really went out there and gave yeah. their body to this sport. And that that's something you like that's mm-hmm. one thing I wanna also point out. Don't take lightly like the brutality they did put each other. Yeah, they didn't get like the fans who were cramp- chanting for we want tables and everything like that. It wasn't as brutal as like what we're used to with um Shawn Michaels and and, yeah. and Undertaker and Mankind. Yeah. It's not it wasn't that tight. That was like that that's its own category because it's set the standard. But yeah. this these guys literally gave their body. They rarely like. Let's be honest. Did they really use the cell? I mean, for the all those cell, spears off the. the I mean, I mean, they this, use it to the best of their. Ability I mean, but there's not, no there's no real way to use, use it. They use a lot of cell. I mean, it's not really real. I'm saying there's not a real way to use it. Like nobody, they use cell a lot nobody really got like. Like you can't go, you can only get thrown through the cell or get yeah. thrown off the cell. Like they they managed to stay inside the cell because that's usually the only part anybody cares about is like the mm-hmm. two, everyone escaping the cell. They managed to stay inside that cell and keep everyone's attention. Yeah, and and that that's a hard thing to do it because is. like let's let's be honest, 
Roman Reigns and Bray Wyatt had a tough time doing that with their helms. Yeah. It was a good match, but it was not this match. Now, Bray and, and Roman went into their match like the Usos and the New Day did. Yeah. Would have been a classic, but was, was I don't know your... what they were. I don't know what their mindset was going into the match, both teams, but they knew that they were setting a standard because think about it. There has not been a tag team home cell match with the exception of the handicap DX uh, yeah. versus the Shane versus McMahon's and Big Show. Yeah. Name another tag team home cell match. You can't. So this was a first. Yeah. And then they fucking stole the show. And they and knew they had to bring it because yeah. it's about the tag division and elevating it. And now I hope we get to see more tag team variations of other things. Like, um, I'd love to see the six. There's a variation on 2K where you can have a six-man elimination chamber. Why WWE has never done that? Six-man tag elimination chamber? Yeah. Why they've never yeah. done that doesn't make any sense to me. But hey, I'd say I'd, I'm up for it now that we have a great tag team mm-hmm. division. What would you say was your uh, favorite spot in the match? up a little bit um I'll tell you mine go right ahead I like it when um Xavier and Big E they were had uh, either Jimmy or Jey Uso pinned up uh, uh, no on this corner of the cell and they grab the uh, oh, the canes and they lock them in there you see his face is pressed up against that cane mm-hmm. and you can see it, the canes kind of bending and with with the Sigmore you know it's just like when that shit bends and it, co- and it comes back together that shit hurts. It hurts. Like, it hurts bad. His face is all up in it. So it's just like, damn, that shit looks brutal. So that was, that was like my favorite um, setup, I guess. But they did do a uh, spot where Big E threw, uh, I think, Jimmy. Or I think it was Jay, actually. He threw Jay off the uh, apron and Xavier came in and did a little backstabber. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it looked that good. I think it was kind of really sloppy. It was. It wasn't sloppy. Uh, Xavier was hurt. Like, oh yeah, yeah, I mean, like he had to. He got there, but barely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he was really hurting. Like that match, he probably fell right directly. I just want to point it out. That match is mostly Xavier Woods selling. Like his emotion that he brought to that match, Mm -hmm. like really stands out. Like you, like I'm, I'm trying hard to think of like a bunch of big E moments in that match, but it was really like there was so much. Like emotion for the sympathy for Xavier Woods in that I think match. Xavier stole the stole the match. He stole if that he match. Had to give it to any one of those. If there was an MVP for that match, yep. it'd be Xavier. MVP. Yep. But they also did the uh, when they hung up Xavier. Yeah, that's on what the, I was about to say. Is, that's that, was why. that your favorite spot? That, it's one of my favorite spots because of the emotion it brought. He's literally standing there screaming, yeah, "No!" As you mentioned that and earlier, Kofi can't do anything about it. Kofi's just watching. Kofi was in tears. At the end of that match. I would be too if I saw my partner like that, man. Exactly. Fucking but, whipping him with those kendo sticks. And, but I think mm. my favorite spot actually was when they, actually after they got done beating Xavier Woods and mm. they just threw him off the, the ring post and they're beating up on Big E and everyone's like, oh my God, this is it. And they do the move on Big E and they are one, two, and Xavier know, handcuffed right? makes the save. I was like, that is a good spot. That's yes, a good I thought it was partner. Over. I thought that it was a, over. Yeah. And it, was a, it was a truly, it was a true surprise to me. And they beat the shit out of Xavier yeah. for fucking it up. <laughs> they're like, oh, so yeah. you want to you wanna come in here and, 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 and break up pins? Mm-hmm. All right, bye Big E. Now you're still handcuffed, dumbass. And they just beat the shit out of him and then put a chair on him, splashed him, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's over. There's yeah, no one, two, three, Usos mm-hmm. win. Five-time champions. Five-time. Five time, five time, five time, five time. WWE SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. <laughs> this tag team champions in general. Nah, SmackDown Live. They're five time SmackDown Live. Oh no no no! I'm saying uh, I, I'm specifying. Okay. No no no. Do you have anything negative to say about this match? Because I have one negative thing. But it's nothing against them, but slightly. 
Go anything ahead. negative? Go ahead. The only thing I didn't like about it was that it kind of had the Shawn Michaels Undertaker effect from WrestleMania 25, and it kind of made the next three or four matches on the card. Well, like that's why they lit. did it. There was no way any of those guys were going to be able to follow that. But you also, I mean, yeah, yeah, but you have to space out. If you if they knew what they were going to do with Shane and, K- and KO, I mean, they had no choice but to put that match first. Because I mean, you would have killed your crowd having both those matches if, too close. If I would have booked the pay per view myself, not knowing that they were going to do all that crazy shit with Shane and Kevin, I would have switched those up. Just for the set fact that, like, hey, we want a tag team main event. We'll kind of give them like, 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 like the women's role, you know? Like, yeah, you know, it's like, hey, you guys are awesome. You pre-show on SummerSlam, now main event of a pay-per-view. By the way, when did this become a SmackDown event? I could have sworn this was a Raw pay-per-view. Back, or no Mercy last year was SmackDown. It was Raw yeah, why year. are this, they switching this, the... Why not? Because it's stupid. Give me a set schedule. Nah, I miss that. I like it. I miss that. Well, because like now Raw has a chance to show off on TLC. Yeah, but see, no, no, no. I get why they did it this year, because they want each one to have their own gimmick. I mean, pay- I don't think Raw should get, hell, get every Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, but see, I didn't expect SmackDown to get money in the bank. I thought that would really be a raw thing, but they really gave it to SmackDown, and I appreciate it. They just wasted it. Yeah. Carmella's still money in the bank, but I wouldn't have done that. Anyway, back on topic. Uh, (laughs) So, anything negative to say about Usos? About the Usos in New Day. Uh, Yeah. Here's, Here's one negative thing I'll get for you. It didn't go longer. Damn, I like that. Yep, I agree with you. Actually, I felt it was a perfect length. I'm torn because I wanted it to go longer, but I was like, yeah. they've done so much. What else can they really do? They could probably think of it. Knowing them, they probably could come up with a whole other hour. I just Not appreciate that I know them, but... There weren't a lot of like false, mm-hmm. false finishes. Yeah. Like they like they usually have to for mm-hmm. their, for their uh, to get that, like, to build that suspense, they didn't have to build it like yeah. that. This this match wasn't built with a bunch of false pins. Yeah. It was built off the brutality. They weren't really trying to pin each other. They were really just beating each other's ass. And they yeah. were talking mad shit to each other in that match, too. I'm not sure if they... I'm fairly sure it was just, like, the acting. But, man, they were, like, at each other. You want to come up in my house, Us? Huh? You wanna, you wanna, they actually... I heard one of the Usos cuss. Yeah. They said the F word. And I was like, oh. I think I heard Kevin right. Owens say, God damn it, later yeah, on. I'm fairly really sure. It, but, you really know, I think that's um, that's probably enough for the um, tag team. Hey, match. They, they deserve the uh, fucking 35 minutes of it was, podcasting. It was a we fucking fan. I'm, we've almost talked about the match about as long as the match probably went. Yeah. <laughs> probably not really. No, it was probably 40 minutes. It was probably 40 minutes, uh, but it was a great yeah. match. And Next up on the it. show, we did a little backstage segment with AJ Styles talking about how he didn't want. Ty Dillinger to be in the triple threat. I very face thought Ty Rumble. Dillinger should have been in the match, like announced that he was in the match. Like I didn't see that part. Like the only thing I, I came in and like I didn't see the um, the pre-show part where he goes to Daniel Bryan and asks to be in the match. The pre-shows, let's be real WWE. I, I mean, I didn't. When we're on a set schedule, I couldn't watch the pay-per-view till ten. Yeah, I couldn't I watch just, an hour I'm long pre-show. The, I'm not watching the pre-show. I'm just yeah. going straight to the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view's gonna show you everything on there anyway. Mm-hmm. So, but um. 
But yeah, anyway, Ty Dillinger was announced by. He Brian, should have Daniel been Bryan. added to the match earlier this month. I don't. I, I've been saying that all month, and I don't know why they waited to the last minute. And I well, actually, no, I do. I take that back. I know exactly why they waited to the last minute because somebody backstage decided to at the last minute have Baron Corbin win the title, but they didn't want AJ Styles to take the pin, so they were like, mm, "Well, we've had him in their feud all month. Might as well." It's add the only thing I can really think of. But like, why put him in the match in the first place? Because he was supposed Besides to take that. the pin, but I know that's what they wanted. But what? They did not like what the opportunity they also gave him in that in doing that. Mm. They gave him a pay per view match to show what he could do, and that people were telling me like, "Oh, that match wasn't that good." That match was phenomenal. The triple threat. Yes, we'll get to that here in a second. I loved that match. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the actual match here, but uh, next up was Randy Orton versus Rusev. You remember, don't know you why remember this happened. match? Yeah, don't know. I, I remember the match. Don't know why it happened. It was a if Rusev, match, if Rusev if wasn't going to win, what was the point? What does yeah. this do for either of them? Uh, like, not that I'm saying that I don't mind happy. seeing like Randy Orton and, and Rusev wrestle. I'm not saying they're not great athletes, but it the story. Like match, honestly, I mean, the, I there blame, was no story. There was nothing there. They oh, you you beat me in ten seconds at SummerSlam. I got to get my revenge. Oh, you beat me again. It shouldn't have been booked on pay per view in the first place. It should have been booked on pay per view, but it should have been booked with Rusev winning, so we could actually have something to talk about coming out of it. If Rusev did his like dominance thing, like he did back when he first came. Although you know what, let's give him. They did have one really. The ending spot was really the RKO I, out of nowhere. The RK the accolade I thought was going to be. I was really hoping Rusev would lock that bad boy in yeah. and just win that match out of nowhere. But I I knew. As much as I love the RKO, I don't like Randy Orton as far as. You know, I, you know, Randy Orton doesn't even like playing babyface. Randy Orton is bored with his position in WWE. I'm fairly sure of. He doesn't like being. I can't say that for long. sure, but I can definitely feel that. And and he doesn't like playing heel. That's something he said, like yeah. over and over. Again. Podcast. Yeah, he does that. not. He's he's actually he said it recently. He said, "I'm tired of playing being a babyface," and that's why I think he won. I think they're building him up to turn on Shinsuke. You know how they just had that tag match. So that would be cool, I guess. But I just don't but want see, to see Orton as champion But see, again. now we're jumping ahead because that's going to get me mad because I'm going to talk about the Shinsuke gender thing, and I don't need to talk about okay. that right now. Okay, so Randy Orton defeats Rusev with the RKO. Very Standard. not memorable at all to me. I mean, it wasn't, I it wasn't, it wasn't an instant classic, especially after what you had I mean, it's, saw. it's hard to follow. Yeah, it was definitely... They, I'm, they glad, had they, I'm the glad they didn't open the pay-per-view, yeah, they had to be the honest. I mean, I'd, they, at this point, I'd rather them open the pay-per-view. I mean, it'd be better for them. But yeah, it'd be way better for them. I would have greeted the New it Day with, and Usos were like the Yeah, I would have greeted the match yeah. with less hostility. If I hadn't seen what I just seen, yeah. then you just brought yeah, nobody me all can the way follow there. that. Yeah, you can't follow. Take her and Sean would have a hard time following. Oh fuck that. no! Should they take her and Sean? No, they would because that. of the fucking. Take her and Sean would have destroyed momentum that. from the crowd. It's they would have like, still you because if, if you nobody... replaced them, maybe you couldn't put them right afterwards. This if is, you would have put Sean Michaels and Undertaker directly after a Hell in the Cell match, no one would be talking about the Hell in the Cell match. Sean Michaels you can't put like two like top notch matches right back to back. No, you can't. But if you were to do it, no one would be talking about the Hell in a Cell match because they'd be talking about Shawn Michaels and Taker. Depends how good Shawn Michaels and Undertaker would go. Do you have you? Did you see him the first two times? I was there. Did you see him? Did you see him in the casket match? My favorite match. Way of all back. Time. Did you see him in the Hell in the Cell? You know they don't ever. You've ne- I've never seen those two get in the ring together and have a bad match. I wouldn't say it's a bad match. I've never seen them get in the ring together match, and not it, steal it the fucking show. It'd be like. There, there's not been a time Shawn Michaels and Taker have shared a ring where they did not steal the show. Not once. Okay, and I'm talking Undertaker about, and Shawn I'm talking is a bad about example. any 
time. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the six man. I'm talking about that raw made event. You, you understand in my Madison point, Square though. Garden. You understand my I, point. I see your point. I just don't know why they what they're doing with Rusev or Rand, like why they felt they needed to have that match on pay per view. No offense. It's, that's what I'm saying. There should have been a SmackDown main event. And I would have like. It would have the time on the pay per view would have been better used to build another star. So like this would have been the time to have Mike yeah. Bennett beat Randy Orton or something. Like, he he might come back as a babyface. Like that's what I'm like. This would have been the mm-hmm. time to do that. Like have put someone over yeah. after that. Match. Orton and Rusev doesn't sound interesting at all to me. Like it, honestly, if they did announce that for a main event on it's SmackDown, it's a good match. I, I wouldn't. They just I don't would probably tune out SmackDown beforehand. It's just not something I really want to see. I, I, like I never them. asked for. I it. like them. I don't know. I mean, I think their matches could be better if they were given a decent story and, you know, some Or if Randy Orton time. actually cared. I mean, Randy Orton likes to be a heel. What are you going to do? I mean, make him do his job. I mean, no. There's <laughs> I mean, no making Randy Orton do anything. He, that's a problem. He will, he that's a problem will headbutt Randy your teeth into your skull. Whatever. Anyway, next we had the triple threat. That's Baron Corbin, saying, Styles, Dylan Drew. We talked already about the all right, setup Randy. for all that. Randy, he said it, not me. Don't don't come looking for me, man. I was Orton, you were crazy. really good in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you did he not still, just he could say still that. Be really good. Randy Orton is possibly. He has the potential. He, he has the potential. This. He could out wrestle most of the people on the roster blindfolded. It. It's not even potential. He has it. But he Thank just you. chooses to not care. Because they have nothing for him. How would you feel? I'm not blaming him for his position and what he's doing. I don't okay. blame him. We but need, at the same we need time, to, we've talked on this too long. Apparently, Randy Orton's a good subject. We're gonna we're gonna argue about how a lot of people Randy love him. Orton. A lot of people don't like him. I don't I don't hate him. He's all right. You just don't like him. I just don't like him right now. I think he's still as good of a wrestler as he was ten years ago, twelve years ago. He's just as good. Oh. We're going to take a quick little break real quick. So we're back here talking about the triple threat match. But hello. Hello. Okay, we are back. And we're back from our intermission. False comeback. The false comeback. Where did we leave off, Spencer? What were we talking about? I think we were segueing. about the triple threat United States Championship. We couldn't have been talking about that because that match wasn't next. We were talking about the interview. With AJ Styles. No, because that was right before the Randy Orton Rusev match. We've already. Oh, okay. About that. I could have sworn we were there. Never mind. You talked about the title on your match. Well, let's get on to the triple threat match. One of my favorite matches on this card. A hidden gem, if you will. Uh, mainly because no one really thought AJ Styles versus Baron Corbin was going to be a show stealer, I guess. I don't know what. I wouldn't call it a show stealer. I thought it would have been a great match. Uh, they haven't really done much alone together, and I was really, really, I was actually looking forward to seeing it because AJ Styles has the tendency to bring out the best in everyone, and Baron Corbin is someone with a lot of potential. So I was really looking forward to seeing what they could do alone, and I was a little disappointed when they added Ty, but not really. And that is, I was a little disappointed, but not nearly as excited I like as I was about. The idea of bringing in somebody for already scheduled match and just to, make, changing everything up. I mean, they. That's that's. I don't, kinda, I don't like the idea of that because, like, this happened I mean, before. It's happened numerous times before. What are you talking? The about? One thing I remember is this is almost a regular occurrence. The in first Punjabi prison match is the first one that comes to my mind for whatever reason. Where um, it's Great Colleague is taken out as Big Show instead versus mm-hmm. Undertaker. That's because they didn't think Great Colleague could 
why even do it in the first place? But that's a whole different topic. We're not going to talk about it. He actually got hurt before that match, which is why he couldn't do it. Well, maybe then. I think. But anyway, they've done this in the past. CM Punk, when he lost his championship, they decided they just didn't want him in the match. Yeah, they just didn't. They just didn't want him in the match. I guess that's fucking stupid. I don't know how you're gonna you, defend you your just, championship. You put the champion in a championship scramble. And it's like we don't really want go, him you here. No, we don't want him here. Take him out. And he didn't even lose. I will. I still want to point this out. He's still one of the only few people to never lose the World Heavyweight Championship from that reign. Like if you don't lose the title in a match, yeah. to me, you're still champion. Yeah. Well. So he's the longest reigning world heavyweight champion of. The, of the he's never lost it. Never lost it. Just like uh, uh, Curtis Axel never got eliminated. Yeah, he's still not eliminated. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but um, uh, we had the triple threat match. Um, I guess it was pretty good, good on Daniel. Yeah, what I'm saying is that they them adding Ty Dillinger really. Um, I mean, granted, he was only really added to take the fall so that AJ wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, but in doing that, they were also giving him the opportunity to showcase his abilities and prove to everyone who hasn't seen him perform on that level that he does belong there. Like when he had that match with AJ Styles a few weeks back, everyone really kind of it opened everyone's eyes. And I think they were trying to capitalize on that a little bit here to give him that that rep, to get him that um, repetition of being in there with some great people because he doesn't really get a lot of that. He actually really he wasn't really even being used before this. So it really yeah. adds. And now, since I know that AJ Styles just lost his rematch clean as a freaking whistle on SmackDown, it almost guarantees that, that Ty Dillinger is going to get a title shot if he doesn't. I don't see why. I mean, granted, he took the fall, but at least he didn't lose his rematch. So he's got to be next in line for at least a single shot with Baron Corbin, right? Ooh, AJ or Ty Dillinger. Yeah, AJ Styles. You don't. You, you, have you not seen SmackDown this week? No, I haven't. Oh, AJ Styles lost his. Oh, I've rematch. read the results. Clean, mm-hmm. clean as a whistle. In the days, right after in he days. throws him back in. Mm-hmm. And some kind I mean, of it's and... basically it's clean as a whistle. Yeah, like, I mean, he didn't yeah, cheat. It's clean. It was clean. So, but I think AJ Styles might but, be in line for Jinder Mahal. What I'm saying, Shinsuke's yeah, I think so. Done, yeah. so. Oh yeah. no, Shinsuke's run with him is done. Like, or maybe Kevin Owens is going. Well, no, Kevin Owens is Um, but yeah, about this match. The match was fantastic. I think adding Ty and giving him that that opportunity to go out there and show everyone what he's really made of, and mm-hmm. that was that I appreciated that. It added to the drama, um, especially that uh, that false finish they had, where Ty falls on Baron Corbin and almost like he gets super kicked was the end. and falls onto Baron Corbin, and mm-hmm. I I wouldn't have been mad if that was the end. I really wouldn't I would have really liked it. I, I wouldn't even Ty be, be if Todd Dillinger was United States champion right now. I wouldn't even be mad because I, I was expecting them to drop it, have him drop it to Baron on Tuesday anyway. So It'd be a cool surprise. I, I, it would have been would, nice. I think it would end up, but I think what they were doing was giving Baron. Cor- they're starting to give Baron Corbin his pushback after whatever it is they decided to do. Like it doesn't make any sense what they're doing with Baron Corbin. Like he should I, never lost in the. He first should place. never have lost. He, he should, should still, still be, be Mister Money Bank. Yep. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They were dumb. They're stupid. I don't know who. And then wrote, again, I'm I don't know who wrote that. Did lose it because I didn't want him to be world champion. I was ready for it. I don't know who wrote that garbage, and yeah. had him not win that cash in. But that was stupid booking, if I've ever seen it. Blame Road Dog, baby. Like no, this is 2018. That's not. I'm not even like. I'm not mad because of of Road Dog or whoever made that. I'm mad because you wasted a briefcase. Probably was. You don't get. 
you don't get that in WWE. That unpredictability yeah. of this guy can be champion, whatever. And you know what? Another thing. Why don't they defend the briefcases anymore? Like no one does. They that. should make it like its own championship. I don't maybe. think it should be a championship, but I think everyone. Well, if you, like, it if you've had it, is, like Dolph Ziggler had his for a very long time, so long that he had to defend it against John Cena. Remember, Mr. Kennedy defended it against. There's another Mr. Kennedy mentioned on yeah, the podcast. Yeah, Mr. Kennedy. Give him some love. Yeah, we there. love this Mr. But, uh, Kennedy. He lost yeah. it to Edge, and I was so pissed off. But that was I, only I, because I was they thought big, he was injured. Kennedy Mark back in the day. They thought he was injured, and the injury wasn't as severe. I think there was more to it. No, that was it. That was it. That was it. I remember there being more to that. He got his uh, thing, he probably uh, his shoulder, and they thought he I was going to be. Out for a minute. They thought he was going to. No, he actually wasn't out for a minute. It was he was actually only out for like a, a few time weeks. Period, he was actually only out for two weeks. Two thousand seven, right? Yeah, he came back really fast. He wasn't even out. He wasn't even gone. They panicked and did that with Edge, or they just found a reason to take it off him. One of the two. Mm-hmm. But I back to my point. Don't know why they decided to give Baron Corbin the United States Championship. Don't know who made that call. I'm not saying it's the wrong call. I appreciate the call. It makes Baron Corbin feel fresh again. Yeah. It makes me believe that, okay, this guy's a badass again. Yeah, I agree. But after that sh- shitty month of booking for no fucking reason, it makes no sense. Yep. So that's mm-hmm. just my one argument with it. I'm not saying it's – I love Baron Corbin as a character and a wrestler. I'm not saying he's mm-hmm. the greatest, but Do I love think, the guy. you uh, think the way he won the championship here? Perfect. Was... Fits his character. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't involved in the in the putting down of of. Uh, he didn't put Ty Dillinger down. AJ Styles did. Yeah, but he was there to capitalize and mm-hmm. throw AJ Styles out of the ring. Now the way he did that, I have a problem with that. He threw him out of the ring. He, well, he was, AJ Styles was supposed to shit can himself, if you will. Um, but he didn't quite have the momentum from the from the hit that Baron Corbin gave him. So when Garen, Baron Corbin, he's dangling in the ropes, and Baron Corbin just comes over and stomps on him, and he has no choice Terrible. but to let go. And that's a like it's a it's a good five foot drop with no way to catch yourself because your hands just got slipped off from a yeah. stomp to the chest. So and it was like a legit stomp. Too. Oh, it was a, oh he hit it's, that. It's, it's not like he did like the work stomp. Yeah, AJ Styles smacked that damn ground. And they played. In, but if there's when, when WWE plays something in slow motion, that means with, it was without real. fast forwarding it towards the end of the impact, it was real. It was real. Like that one time when I um um Rey Mysterio and Finley were fighting, and they were having. I think it was No Mercy actually. Uh, been Finley and Rey Mysterio were having a match. It had to be like oh wait, I'm uh, guessing right. Yeah, around that time. Uh, Finley was on the apron and he got kicked in the face. He was sitting on the apron. He got kicked in the face by Rey Mysterio and he. Like fell the entire way back off the, um, off the, apron, ring apron, and smacked the ground. And you could see his head hit the uh, protective mat. Oof. But that was all a work because they got it. They stretchered Finley out, and Finley's on the stretcher. Ray Mysterio, old classic stretcher. Yeah, and he's like, Ray Mysterio's stressed out. He's like, oh, I hurt this guy. I don't believe it. And right as soon as he's about to get Will past Ray Mysterio, he just gets off the stretcher and starts beating the shit out of Ray Mysterio. That that was not that's not that was not what yeah. this was with AJ Styles. No. That was not what this was. No, AJ Styles smacked the ground. For I'm glad AJ's okay. Hurt. I mean, I'm glad because he, that could have been a concussion yeah, easily. Could yeah, could have been really um, bad. But I guess that's uh, Baron Corbin, your new United States champion. Um, I'm willing to see where they're going. I'm for it. I'm all for it. Uh, next, we have Charlotte versus Natalia. Also, a really, de- a really good match. A good match. I don't know. I think Charlotte's kind of lost her flair. No, no, she's <laughs> coming to SmackDown. Charlotte has lost nothing. What, what, what? They the reason the re- okay. Charlotte gained. Her sympathy from the fans in this one—that's what—that's what the knee thing was. Mm-hmm. She gained that sympathy. The problem was is they didn't. 
like the way that match ended, it gave Charlotte sympathy, but it didn't really add any heat to Natalia. It just made Natalia look like a cheap champion. And that I don't appreciate. Because... I, don't, I, don't like, I don't like the way Natalia does her heel promos, the way she talks. I mean, Natalia's, Natalia never really has, like, her character has never really been a character. It's just been Natalia. It's like she's always like, it's just it's a whiny, naggy. And I don't know that you're supposed to hate it because she's heel, which is why I do kind of like it. Anything that, if you're a heel and you just do, you do something and I don't like you for it, normally I'm all for it. Except for Mojo Raleigh. But, but well, he's, he's a different Fuck case anyway. That guy. Hey. <laughs> Apparently. <Yeah. laughs> those, those aren't my words, but they're totally my words. They're totally his words. Um, but Natalia, when she's like in a backstage promo, though, she'll be like, what are you doing here? I mean, but that's. I mean, like, it's, just that's, like, it's annoying. That's sort of Natalia's thing, but what, the, the point that I'm getting at here is that she's a phenomenal wrestler. Not denying and that. that at all. Like if you've ever seen, like I don't know if you she, watched. She, by the way, she broke the pay per view record. Yeah, and she deserves that. Um, I did not know. I did not. She's also the her I and think Natalia. Natalia and Charlotte are the only two women to have faced each other at different events for the NXT Women's Championship, the WWE Divas Championship, the WWE Raw's Women's Championship, and the SmackDown Women's Championship. That's very they interesting. Have I know that. For they have been in singles encounters for all four of those titles. That's They're the only women to do it so far. That's interesting. It's an interesting little staff. Yeah. The only uh, people that can possibly do it next will be Sasha and Bailey. I think Charlotte has more nope, of a chance. It's Charlotte and Sasha. They're the only two that can do it next because after WrestleMania, the it was no longer a Divas Championship and. Bailey never got a Charlotte's shot kinda... at the Divas. Actually, Bailey did get a shot at the, at the Divas Championship, but it was on NXT against AJ Lee. So, was so it the Divas Championship? Yeah, like I don't watch NXT back then. Like, I mean, that was back when they were just doing. Yeah. Uh, they had superstars. The network wasn't cameos. Out. Yeah, it wasn't even on the network. Yeah, that's um, when I started watching it. But yeah, that's but, well, Natalia deserves her yeah. props. I just think that the think ending the did not make me feel like shot. it. Just made me feel like okay. Natalia's not it didn't make me feel like she was a champion it just made me feel like okay she's got she got the title but like well, oh yeah. she's gonna use a chair and not have to worry about winning and it's like I would have rather yeah. it would have done more for Charlotte and Natalia for Charlotte to lose if they were gonna have her lose have I don't her, know I would have taken a count out over a DQ I don't know I think the DQ tells more of a story because she, was, think she so. was going for the knee the entire time right and I think so her knee was getting attacked and I think if they would have just had her hit, like maybe, just maybe. had her hit her with a chair in the knee while the referee wasn't looking on the outside, then having to tell you go in, count out, I think yeah. that's a better story than just having your champion take a DQ because we always see that. So yeah. there's no story building there. That was just a cheap way of them getting out of the match because they booked themselves into a corner with it and they didn't know where they wanted to go. Maybe Natalia felt like she couldn't beat. I mean, that's um, one of the stories, but that's always Charlotte. the story with Charlotte and Natalia. I mean, yeah, it's a classic wrestling story. Natalia's never beaten Charlotte. You don't think you can beat them, even if you. I mean, if they're gonna tell that story, tell that story. But let's not beat around the bush. I mean, I think that's what they're trying to do. They're not trying to tell that story. They're just telling any story. So Natalia can't beat Charlotte, even after she takes out her knee, and so she takes the steel chair and out of frustration beats her with it, and then she's gonna get her rematch. you're, You're making the story for them. I'm telling them to tell the story. You see the difference? Yeah. Yeah. It's different when the story's already there and you don't have to do it. Yeah. They're telling a completely different story, even though there's a story already there. 
and it doesn't make sense. Just tell that story. Yeah. And keep it going. Because like the Sasha Banks story where she can't defend the women's title. She can win it, but she can't defend it. I'm just not intrigued in any storylines with Charlotte on SmackDown. Nothing to do with her. I'm just not intrigued with any of them. That's because you don't, you probably didn't know how to feel about her getting drafted to SmackDown randomly. I didn't like that. Um, I don't know why they chose. I I don't know. I I knew she was the one that was going to get drafted. I didn't see Bliss getting drafted to Raw. I didn't see that coming. Um, Yeah. But I don't really know why they felt the need that Charlotte needed to be on SmackDown. I I saw at the time I got it. Yeah. Like she'd beaten everybody. She wasn't the champion. Mm-hmm. There wasn't really a lot of stories there. Let's throw on SmackDown. But you didn't think about like her telling stories with the, like. Yeah. I would have loved to have seen a Natalia Charlotte feud. I mean a yeah. Naomi Charlotte feud. Yeah. Over anything else, pretty much. But that's yeah. just me. I just think they really cheat cheated. Natalia out of her first real title defense and getting a victory and that's what I don't appreciate about it but yeah, I digress I'm gonna let them tell their story and I'm just gonna watch I'm sure they'll do alright um, next up we had uh, Fashion Files with Tyler Breeze and Fandango Fandango I don't know what's the Go. point of the Fashion Files I love the Fashion Files but oh I didn't say this, I didn't love them I, I don't I know the like point this one I'm saying what's really... what's the like each time it's like oh it's a new case and it's like well what was what's... the first case like <laughs> I mean isn't that kind of the joke Yeah but I mean like <laughs> I'm I was really hoping this was leading up to uh, a reveal of a new tag team They always gotta leave it on a cliffhanger Cause it's like yeah, it's own see, separate show I was really hoping it would like This would be the debut of a, like This whole Fashion Files thing Leads to a debut of a dominating tag team I don't care whether it's the newly reformed Bludgeon Brothers Of Eric Rowan and Luke Harper mm-hmm. I don't care if it's the authors of Pain But I really hope it leads to a debut of a tag team The thing I didn't like about this And I'm not sure how essential I'm gonna, been... I loved Pulp Fashion or whatever they call yeah. it <laughs> but uh, they had the Ascension dress up, and I thought it was just really like, I don't know, say it killed their. Oh, you clearly didn't watch SmackDown then, because they came out. I didn't watch this past oh, week, no. see, no, they definitely they they the Ascension after doing that after it made the Ascension look goofy because I thought the same thing. The Ascension came out after uh, the New Day and the Usos were in the ring, and then all oh, the tag that. teams came I saw out. That, yeah. yeah, the Ascension were they came out looking like there was no games. No yeah, I chance. saw them. But when I and saw I was them, I was really hoping they would go. win that match. Because like, I was like, if they I win saw, this like, match, on when I saw them on but there was no way, there was no reason for them to win because they're the heels, and you can't have heels go against yeah. your heels. But I was really hoping. Uh, I'm wondering why Tyler Breeze and Fandango took the pin in that tag match. Don't know why that was the. Brizongo, they're cool. They're cool. Don't, I like the part that or Xavier said. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, I they're cool. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I just don't Brizongo, know why they cool. took the pin. Like, if they're yeah. the most popular tag team in that ring, with the exception of this Sheldon Benjamin and Chad Gable thing, why did they take the pin? I guess it gives them sympathy. I don't know. That's just my... I wouldn't have had them take the pin. I would have had Mojo Rawley take that pin. I would have had... I would have had... Either mm-hmm. one of them take that pin. <laughs> but, because uh, they're the ones that are about to break yeah. up. So that makes the most sense. But once again, I they don't write. They could have built onto that story. One, yeah, once again, I don't write two, the stuff, Two man. birds, I just, one stone. You know, I, I just done that. I, I don't write it, man. Yeah. If I did, they they would they would love me. I did like the 2B part in the Fashion Files segment. Yeah. He's like, tube, two, tube, 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 I loved it. I loved, loved it. that. Um, tube. But anyway, next up we had the uh, WWE World is World Heavyweight Championship. World Heavy. I'm still I'm still that? calling it the World Heavyweight Championship. WWE World Heavyweight Championship because that's the replica title I own. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sense. change the 
the WWE oh. World Championship. That just sounds because it, the reason I don't want them to call it the WWE World Championship is because it makes it sound smaller than the Universal Championship, and World, that's World what heavyweight the, has like that distinguishing factor. I mean, that's what it says it, on the nameplate. That's yeah. what I'm calling. They it. haven't changed that though, have they? They can't. They haven't changed the actual title they, at they, all. No, it still say says that. World Heavyweight I'm Champion. Just, I'm just confirming. I'm just yeah, confirming. I'm. Don't know what they're doing with their lives. So it says on the championship, but they don't actually refer to that anymore. But anyway, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. How this match did not at least semi-main this pay-per-view, like, well, they had to I, put. I get why because like you didn't want that finish next to the Shane McMahon Kevin Owens thing. Yeah, but man, same reason why I put Diva Battle Royals but back in the day. Man, does it make your world title look like shit? Your well, main title, defending it. it makes your main title look like shit. Yeah. They, they why this just, match wasn't in? Why we didn't have three Hell in the Cell matches is beyond me. I, if that was I swear to God, I thought that match was going to be in the Hell in the Cell. Three Hell in the Cell is a little bit overkill on the pay per view. No, it's not. That's the normal amount they usually do. Which is why I'm glad they do two. No, they should have had. You have an entire event named Hell in the Cell, and you have two mm-hmm. Hell in the Cell matches. Why so? not just call it? Call it Armageddon. And have two Hell in a Cell. It'll at least make more sense that's, that way. That's, that was my idea. Yeah, there. right? It's it just stupid. <laughs> we don't write for these people. We just talk about their shit. But <laughs> so. um, back to my original statement. I, mm-hmm. I thought this match was in Hell in a Cell because, well, if I'm Shinsuke Nakamura, why the fuck wouldn't it be? Oh, hey, Jinder Mahal won the title because of the Singh brothers. Oh, he kept the title because of the Singh brothers. Oh, he kept the title because of the Singh brothers again. Oh, he did it again. Okay, maybe we should lock them outside the fucking ring. That just storyline makes fucking sense. Yep. And they didn't tell that story. At least mm-hmm. tell the story, oh, they're locked outside the ring. They can't help. They can't help. And they find some way to help. That would have made a lot more sense. And it would have saved gender from having to wrestle. They didn't want if to they don't want, if they don't trust him to carry a main event, you throw a gimmick on it. That's what they're for. Yeah. So that your character, if you don't like, I'm not saying that they don't trust him. I don't know, but if they're gonna do that with him, at least like make it make sense. Use a gimmick yeah. to hide it so you can make him look more believable. He'll have a hell in a cell match under his belt, a hell in a cell victory and title defense under mm-hmm. his belt. It would have made him look more credible. That's just me. Yeah. Well, Shinsuke losing clean match. again makes no sense if you're trying to make him your star. And it's almost as if they don't want to make anyone a star because they keep having them lose to gender. And I mean, that's not a bad thing to gender. It's just that it's just like it's not working. It doesn't make the title feel important. And yeah, that's like not what you want as a company. You should make your like even if like for everyone that's shitting on gender, yeah, for being champion, it's not easy being WWE champion. So I'm not shitting on him. I like gender as a wrestler and as a person. I just wish they would book him better. Yeah, because the I'm, way I'm he was entirely on WWE. I mean, the way he was thrust into this role. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to need some strong-ass booking to look credible, mm-hmm. and they're not doing it, and it doesn't make sense. Like, why would you not book your heavyweight champion and the, and the guy I mean, that everyone doesn't think is credible? Clean. Yeah, but it doesn't make him look as credible as winning Hell in the Cell would have been. Walking out of Hell in the Cell beating that, yeah, but You can say but, that by any match. But I, yeah, I'm saying him beating yeah. Shinsuke sort of clean in a regular match mm-hmm. and him beating Shinsuke straight clean in Hell in the Cell, which one makes him look more credible? 
Yeah. That's just me. But yeah, it's not uh, like we haven't seen Shinsuke lose clean before. It's just rare. He did it to Bobby Roode. He did it to Samoa Joe, and he did it here. Yeah, well, the only times I've ever seen uh, him lose clean. Gender Dodge the Kinshasa. Mm-hmm. Kinshasa, how do you Kinshasa. say? Kinshasa. Kinshasa. You, you gotta yell it. Yeah, you gotta yell it. <laughs> Kinshasa. Actually, it's called the Boombaye. Not anymore. I've never oh. heard that name in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Said the not Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, he tries to hit the Kinshasa, but uh, Jinder Mahal dodges it, hits him with the Cobra Cut Slam. Is that the official name of it? No, it's called the Coloss, which is um, Punjabi for the finish. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, really? Yes. I like that. It's actually a good name. It's a really good name. I like yeah. that. Now Pro- you actually Pro- props, to, props to yeah, him. I'm, I'm becoming more of a gender fan every day. Yeah, it's a good name. Just yeah. you need a you know, better move. Yeah. I don't know who said <laughs> use that one. I would have been fine with him sticking with the camel clutch, but that's Rusev thing, so they don't want him to using that. Why not just use the camel? I mean the uh, cobra clutch. Yeah. Why not just use it? But I guess they. I mean, because I'd rather pass out than get pinned. I think he would be more of a submission guy anyway. Yeah, it would make him look bad. He's ripped. It, of course a submission would work for him. He's fucking ripped. Yeah, he looks why great. would they... They're not Almost. doing... That's what I'm saying. They're not doing anything with him that makes any sense. Like, why are you booking him on... on it's like they're booking him badly on purpose. Just because people don't like it. You know how WWE works. Yeah, I, it's start, I'm starting to believe they, <laughs> just, they're doing it on purpose because people don't like it. But uh, next up on the show, we had Kevin Owens. on the. He did an interview... Backstage, I thought was really cool. He talked about how everyone's talking about how the Hell in a Cell is such a dangerous structure, but they should be talking about him because he's a dangerous man. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. People like him go to heaven because they're afraid that he's going to take over hell. Damn. (laughs) That is something Kevin Owens said. That... I don't like the whole biblical thing that they're going with. I mean, I, I, the it, only reason it brings a personal, yeah, that, shit and to it, I love the guardian angel Sami Zayn thing. I love, I love that. that. Yeah, I knew that was gonna happen, but I was just like, ah, I called this whole Sami yeah. Zayn thing, but nobody believed me, and I was like, he's not Daniel Bryan, guys. He can, people will boo him. You, you never called it towards me, so I can't, I, know, I, I can't never, back that I, I statement never up from you. About, I don't talk to you about everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk to you about everything. But yeah, Kevin Owens had a pretty good Can't let you know all my secrets, Spence. <laughs> but uh, after that, we actually had the uh, semi-main, if you want to call it that, Bobby Roode versus Dolph Ziggler. You're damn right you call it that. These two are fantastic wrestlers. you damn right it's a semi-main. It's a good wrestling match. Fantastic I wrestling. Point out. Probably the only actual like mm-hmm. wrestling match that was on the card that no one really knew how it was going to go. Like We all expected Bobby Roode, but we kind of like... I don't know about anybody else. I've been digging this whole Dolph Ziggler. What's Dolph Ziggler's losing streak on pay per view? It, has to, be, oh, it has to be terrible. Terrible. It has to be. I'm almost certain he hasn't but, won one since last year when he was going against the Miz. I do want to say that his entrance with absolutely no music, it's just the spotlight on him. It's fantastic. Oh, you mean the Batista thing? Damn. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler does it better. Dolph Ziggler does do it better. <laughs> but Dolph Ziggler does it better because he didn't stop at the ramp and point to himself. Or he literally walked, walked to the ring, and that's what made it real. I loved it. it I love cool. that that's how he comes out now. They actually play his music and then cut it off, and he walks out. Like I love that that's actually his entrance now. Like, yeah, I love I, that. I really hope I get to, like, I really hope they change his song. 
credits to WWE. Yeah, for, we'll give them that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but the finish with... Um, I like the finish. The roll up, pull the tights, kick, roll up, pull roll the tights, up, roll, roll up, pull, up, pull, pull the up. tights, roll up, pull the tights, one, two, three. Mm, it was meant... For it to be like, oh, he he only did it because Dolph was doing it, and he won up Dolph at Dolph's game, and then yeah. Dolph got mad and did the zigzag immediately. It made them both match. look really good. Neither one of them came out looking really too much. Like Not neither one came out looking one bad. It, that, that loss it to does Dolph, it, it does it did it did it really did. I mean, for the fact of the losing streak, maybe. I mean, no, it's just every time they have a new NXT face on SmackDown or Raw they go or straight anything. To him. He's the one putting them over. And I think he knows that's his role. And, I think and it shouldn't be. And I think that's, that's why he's trying his, to quit a couple That's why his ago. promos are real, because he knows it shouldn't be. He should have been WWE champion four times by now. Yep. I agree. Hell, he should have beat Dean Ambrose at SummerSlam. That's just my opinion. I think he should beat Dean Ambrose any day of the week. You just hate Dean Ambrose. I, I'll hate Dean Ambrose. Yes, you do. I just Admit hate it. Dolph better. All I want is the truth. You can't handle the truth, okay? Dolph Ziggler is... Did you order the code red? Sorry? Did you order the code red? No. Did you order the code red? All I want is the truth. You can't handle the truth. Did you order the code red? You're goddamn right I did. No further questions. Yeah, that's a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) Terrible impersonation podcast. Terrible. In fact, we should just change our names to that. Just change our names to the terrible person. Next, we have Kevin Owens versus Shane McMahon. And this is Stone Cold, or Cold Stone, Cream Austin. And uh, see, terrible. Now we get. That's what my favorite ones to do, and I'm just terrible at it. I just love talking like that. Your favorite ones to do, not the best one. Oh, the Hulk Hogan sure. one's pretty good. Let me tell you what's up next, brother. We got Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, dude. It's going to be a hell of a match between Gene. So. I've done it better before. That was actually, I, I appreciate it. <laughs> I'm okay with it. But, you know, I don't know if I'm going to appreciate it as much as, you know, mm, a Bray Wyatt impersonation. Do I feel like doing a Bray Wyatt? You just Wyatt? do the mannerisms and the, like, the way you talk. You don't really impersonate him. His no, char- I, I impersonate his aura. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I impersonate his aura. I don't. I can't do his voice. I'm not. No offense, guys. I'm not white or southern. People right here listening to this they have no idea that you're black. For oh yeah, they have no clue that I'm black. <laughs> no, idea. no idea. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So let me, you, let's you throw that out there. I am an African American man. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't think we've ever prefaced that. I don't. We didn't feel the need to. This isn't a racist need, podcast. Need to be out there. <laughs> we don't. We don't need to toss out our race. We only bring it up because he said you can't talk white. I, can't, I, I beg to differ. I don't think I. I don't think I can. But you know, <laughs> I don't think I can talk white. Not that there is a talking white or talking yeah, or, yeah, black. How do you talk no, a color? It's just a common. Everyone are we, are, knows. Are what we really doing? You gotta edit this out. It doesn't matter. Let's move. I'm on. I'm not editing shit. Oh 2K shit! Comes out tonight. Oh yeah, he ain't editing shit, y'all. Yeah, that's why this is straight. still in here. Uh, this is this is raw and uncut. You're getting the real original deal. Are we actually gonna like advertise it as that? We might as well, right? What, raw, raw and uncut. Raw and uncut. Yeah, I like that. Or chopped and screwed. <laughs> I might say something really inappropriate. I'm glad I didn't. Um, but we have. What next? We got Kevin Owens. It's your man in that 24 inch python. I mean, 20 foot cell, brother. It's gonna be fucking amazing, dude. I was skeptical of this main event, not because of Kevin Owens, but because of Shane McMahon. The reason I was skeptical is because I'm feeling like. They knew 
they knew back at SummerSlam that after that pay-per-view, they were going to need a main event scene yeah. for SmackDown because I don't think they believed in gender just yet. So they were setting that up. And they were keeping Shane McMahon in the fold because Shane McMahon is good for ratings. He's good for everything. Like He's a good performer overall. And I feel like they kept this in their back pocket. And I don't think they were planning on pulling the trigger on this match this soon. As but far I, as what? As far as the way he performed? As, no, as far as pulling the trigger on having them have a Hell in a Cell match. Like, Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon, they shouldn't have fought this soon. Their feud was pretty much just starting. I would like to have seen it build a little bit more yeah. to the point where Kevin Owens... But, you know, him beating up Shane McMahon, Vince McMahon really kind of fought fast things up a little bit, speed it up. Yeah, when that happens, you can't yeah, wait kinda, three months yeah, to sp- fight. Sped it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but I think they pulled the trigger a little soon because they weren't expecting uh, the main. They, were, they weren't expecting whatever main event they were had in mind to hold up. So they put this as the main event because they knew people would pay to see Shane McMahon and Hell himself. They knew it. When I came in, or when I came into this match thinking about what could possibly come from it, I did not think Shane was going to jump again. Oh, I knew he was. I didn't think he was going to. I mean, to. They, they literally did the exact same spot. I mean, like, spot. throughout the night, it would be built up. It was like, okay, this has to be the main event. No way Shinsuke and Jinder going on last. No, there's no way. So, I uh, no, Shane's going to be in the very main event. I'm like, You um, knew he was going to jump This is crazy going to happen. I mean, I did not I expect it to be this crazy. I didn't expect it to be the same. I know. It was, Shane Man basically did the same thing he did at WrestleMania. I mean, I mean, yeah, but like it was like more to it than that. Though. Not really. There's a lot more spots to it. I'll I mean, there are more spots to it. I mean, but well, like the jump we'll that about, everyone was we'll, anticipating. We'll, we'll talk about it was here basically in a second. The same. I mean, we're in that. Oh, we're, okay. I'm going to talk about some earlier spots. There's a they were fighting outside the cage and all that. The beginning, they come back in, they close the door, lock it up. So the match has already started, but it's mm-hmm. like officially in the cell now. Can I ask? Um, what was the point of them making like? Trying to say that this match was falls count anywhere, like Hell in the Cells. Before, that's how it ended. But Hell in the Cells were when they first originated were automatically falls count anywhere. It must have changed it sometime in the history because. And second of all, I remember on the top of the cell they ended it right there. Triple H and Chris Jericho. Yeah, yeah. So it didn't make any sense. They've always been. Well, they changed it in the games. You can't. It's not falls count anywhere. No, they changed it at some point. But I'm just like, I'm when did that become yeah. a rule? Like it. When I, but anywho, the problem that I have with this is that Shane McMahon pins Kevin Owens in the ring in a Falls Count Anywhere Hell in the Cell match. First off, it's Hell in the Cell. Um, and the referee. Pin anywhere. Might as well pin in the ring. No, he pinned him in the ring, and the referee. Kevin Owens got his foot on the rope, and the referee stopped the count. I didn't want to mention that. That's what the problem is with that. I didn't want to mention that. I think that happened earlier in, um,. In the Usos match. No, I don't think it did. I had it somewhere in my notes here. But it definitely happened. It. I was like, what the fuck was that? Oh, no. It was actually in this match. It was, That's what yeah, I just okay. said. Okay, well, I'm thinking of a different spot. It's when he does the pop-up powerbomb, but he catches him into the triangle choke. Yeah. No, no, he pulls him out of the ring and powerbombs him onto the steps. What I'm talking about is when... Mm-hmm. I don't know what he did. I cannot remember what he did before. But it was one, two... And foot on the rope. Foot on the rope, and the referee rope break stopped. Count. And the referee was, and the ref didn't acknowledge. He just acknowledged the rope break, and then just went back to doing his job as if he didn't just fuck up the finish because the, that match should have been fucking over. There who is fucked no up, rope Kevin break. or the ref? The ref, because the ref should have just counted three. Even like Kevin, I don't know what Kevin was thinking. But in a, in a, in a match, the match should have been over. 
Like if I was I, re- if I was the referee, if I was the referee, I would have counted to three. I wouldn't have. I would have. Depending, I'm not depending gonna on the scenario, if, if, fuck I, that. If, if I knew it was going to happen. I don't put your foot on the fucking rope in an off-falls count anywhere match. Makes no goddamn sense. Falls count anywhere. There are no rope breaks. That's Maybe would have stopped goddamn. it and told him, hey. It's the first goddamn rule. No. The second rule is, I'm not sure there's hell, There's a rope break in Hell in a Cell, period. I've never seen it. There's plenty of rules I've broken as a referee just to make the... Yeah, yeah, you fucking have. Okay. Yeah, you I fucking have. I did not screw have, you, yeah, you off. screwed me twice. I did not screw you. You fuckface. I, I should be champion you. right now, you asshole. Your shoulders were down from my, my angle. My shoulders were not down, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm not going to go well, here. What's you your se- what's, you know, I still haven't heard your excuse. What's the second excuse? What's your excuse for interfering in a match? Doesn't matter you weren't what even the official. Said about it. Doesn't you matter weren't... what the video showed you. Sir, it matters what sir, I saw. Sir, when I beat Michael Clark the second time, one, two, three. Why'd you bring your big nosed ass down here, sticking your nose all in people's business? You weren't the official for that match. You had no business coming out there saying, "Oh, you, you're not the champion." How am I not? Explain that logic. Because you saw how it happened. Your shoulder, his I shoulder, him. his shoulder was up. His it shoulder was way up. more up than yours. His was. Shoulders wasn't up. Yes. No, it wasn't. Dude, it was. It was. A, it was a roll up. He had me, and then I. Rolled him up and I got my three. How did I lose? You said I, you said, said I pulled saw, the tights. I pulled the tights. Referee Dwayne saw the same thing I did. You, you said, should be mad off, at him for not off, coming out and giving Dwayne, you the championship. Dwayne was on my side. He gave me the title. I had the title in my possession. You should have been mad at him the first the time when your you shoulders come, were up. Why didn't he come out when first time I counted you? Because first off, it, it wasn't his business he's not as passionate to come out about there. This business it, as wasn't, I am. it wasn't his business <laughs> to come kidding. out there. It wasn't his business to come out there and interfere in a mm-hmm. match you officiated. You should have noticed that my shoulders weren't on the mat. You should have counted the three, but you gave my championship away, and I'm hurt. I felt like we were friends and but you now i know you're screwing me over and i never want you to referee another match of mine in my life well it's too damn bad it's going to happen (laughs) it's probably going to happen very soon yes (laughs) and if you want to catch up on all of our exciting action um vca wrestling every friday night we'll be there shameless plug shameless plug it's gonna be at 3035 director's row plaza too sweet too sweet e so come on out it's gonna be good. It's in Memphis, so I'm pretty sure yeah. half our viewers are yeah, from there. Do we have viewers? Mm-hmm. Wait, they're not viewers. They can't view anything. They're listeners. Uh, they can view the the sound wave going across the their screen. Wave. Yeah, I mean, we should probably way. have a better way of them watching this show than just SoundCloud. But anywho, we should probably cut this down. YouTube, you don't want to edit. YouTube coming soon. YouTube coming soon. YouTube oh, coming soon. Oh, oh. I was really hoping we get on Twitch too, but I'm not sure how that's gonna be able to work. We're Working out the, the kinks. We'll, we'll work out the kinks. But we anyhow. are on iTunes. If you're not listening on iTunes right now, so we are on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, iTunes might be working on Stitcher soon, but uh, no, no further comments on that at the time. Big things coming, guys. Big things coming. Anyhow, yeah, the Big referee do come. counted. Stop a rope break, and it just yeah. it. I don't know. As a worker, it threw me the fuck off. Like mm. it, it really it pulled me out of the moment of what. Like I, I was watching as a fan, then that happened, and it pulled me out of that. Yep. And so I made a specific note on here. Too. But the um, the the whole match after, like even with that in there, yeah. was phenomenal. Put that, you put in parentheses. Are rope breaks allowed? Question mark. No, <laughs> they were not. I was like, uh. But um. But but after after that spot though, Shane rolled down, got some bolt cutters and bolt cut. He was he told the referee uh, to oh. First off, how much sense does it make for Shane to 
throw Kevin Owens into the of the cell, have, watch the referee lock the door, and then come back later and go, hey, open the door. And when the referee doesn't open the door, he gets mad. <laughs> like, hey, uh, open the door. And he's like, nah, man, you're supposed to stay in there. He gets mad and go, goes and gets bolt cut. It's like, why didn't you just, why didn't you just leave the like make sure the referee didn't lock the door the first time you know, know that was a real chain because he was struggling oh yeah those no i mean cutters. i mean of course it was a real chain but i think he, it was because he was trying to cut through the lock at first and that's not what he was i thought he was trying to go through the chain no the he was trying time. to the first thing he went for was he was going to cut the lock off that's what i would have done the lock is too thick yeah <laughs> so he went to the chain afterwards and then he got you can it. tell he was struggling but honestly i mean I would, after I everything that he had been thing. through i would have struggled that, too. And, not, and just to I, say, i'm just trying to say that that chain was not fake at bolt all bolt cutters aren't heavy aren't light either so yeah, you know yeah. let's let's cut yeah. the man some slack but once they got out of there i was kind of worried about where they were going to go and then i saw them making their way to the announce tables and i, saw, I knew exactly where they were going but what yeah. i did not see coming was kevin owens Climbing all the way to the top and staying up there, and then Shane following him. I, I love how Kevin was on top, and he was just like, "We're gonna drop," and he's like, "Oh, yeah." Damn. I, I probably would have had the same thoughts, like, "Oh shit, this is a long my drop." Ass, I'm sorry, my ass would have been off that fucking cell. You would have jumped off. I would have jumped off, no problem. It depends on the heat of the moment. The uh... hell no, dang! I've always wanted to jump off the cell. Really? That's a that's a thing. That's a bucket list thing. Jeez, I can't that's... wait. WWE, if you hire me, that's the first thing we need to. to... <laughs> work out is me jumping off I would, I would do what Shane does I don't give a shit I throw myself off anything I love jumping off shit they're gonna make sure it's mm. safe anyway yeah but when Kevin Owens was struggling Shane Man got up climbed the cage got on top they had that they, they had that fight oh my god. on that cell I was oh my god Corey Graves said it best like I was legitimately concerned that See, everyone they, they everyone in the audience is like their hearts are like beating yeah, slower yeah that link cause and that pop like, up power bomb and I saw it give and I was just every fucking move on that the, the suplex ceiling. was fine like the first few moves were fine but they kept bumping on the same one yeah, I was like, oh my and I was god just like, please pick a different I was like, section I was like, to I was bump like on. do not break do not break because I did not want to see that happen to any one of those guys although it would have been nice it would have been fucking awesome to see as long as it was like, like there's no way to like there's no safely way to, do that. Yeah, there's no Not way from to that safely. Hike is, there's no way to to learn how to take a twenty foot fall. No. There's no way to learn no. how to do that. So it's like if they do that, I hope to God there's not some major accident happening on this pay per view. But that pop up power bomb, I was really like, I was concerned. The one thing that I did not get, like, mm-hmm. is like when they went up on top of the cell, why the referee didn't follow? If it's false count anywhere, how are you going to count from all the way down there? I guess you could be in the ring looking up, and but you still have to look down to count. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I probably would have stayed in the ring. I ain't gonna get up there. This just didn't make any sense to me. I guess he, I guess the referee was just like, "Oh, it's not gonna end up there. They're gonna fall down." <laughs> I hope they fall well, down. It's also a twenty foot climb. Yeah, man. I bet he was it's like, just... "Yeah, I just hope they fall down here. I don't want to go up there and count." <laughs> well, I don't think it was more. Of, I don't think it was a lazy factor. It was just more of the fact that he's just like, "Yeah, I'm not going up there. Fuck that." Yeah. The last referee that attempted to to be. A hero in the Hell in the Cell was Tim White, and it didn't work out so well, bro. Did, didn't he have like suicide thoughts later on? I mean, that was remember, remember those videos? Wise, you know, uh, yeah, was, that, of course. Not suicide would... thoughts. He literally killed himself on TV multiple different ways. <laughs> multiple multiple somehow times. kept coming back. He was, he was the Kenny uh, yeah, from South somehow Park. Somehow he kept. <laughs> Mr. White, that's not smart. No, don't do that, Mr. White. That's, don't put that's the not wise. In the bathtub. That's not wise. <laughs> oh, some good shit, man. Um, but that Kevin Owens falling off. The sale halfway. The crowd was hating it when the they table. were scaling down, but I think they got they got what they wanted. Yeah, they got what they wanted in the end. I mean, what really the but, story that was there was that Kevin Owens had fallen through the table. Okay, I'm surprised and Kevin he wasn't that, moving. Boom. 
And Shane could have pinned him there. But the story was is that Shane knows he disrespected my family. I'm not done. I'm going to do the, the yep. worst that I could do to him. So I'm going to pull his ass over here, put him on this table. Yep. And I'm going to jump out and jump on his ass again. Make sure that he knows. All the way from the top. I love the little, that, that, uh, that, the little pray he does when he puts his uh, little Catholic. That made sense to me. And I it, love Oh, um, I love when he does that. It's like, oh, shit. He's really about to do this shit. And then my favorite part happened was when Sami Zayn, the, the guardian, guardian angel. angel Saved Kevin Owens from sure destruction. And what really got that moment over for me is was nobody expected Shane, uh, Sammy to put Kevin Owens on top of Shane. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I thought everyone was expecting Kevin to just crawl over to the pen and watch and look at Shane and look at Sammy in like disbelief. No, I really love that Sammy was the one to cost Shane that match. Yeah. And then the look on his face. Of like, what what the fuck did I just do? Why am I like the fact that he sold it as if he really didn't know, like why he had even done it? He just did it out of instinct, I guess. Yeah, I loved that. I also love Shane Man's sons flipping him off. Yeah, yeah, I saw pictures <laughs> of that. <laughs> I really loved that. Hey, that that was actually awesome. Um, but a damn good pay per view. Um, for what was at, like everyone. For this pay-per-view, you got way more than what you thought you were going to get. Yeah. And I really appreciate WWE doing that. Because, like, with this main event, it felt like it was going to fall flat coming after Braun and Brock. Because they, they had built that match up to be like... Yeah. Like they, but, the end, but the match didn't feel that way when it got down to it. Yeah. It didn't feel like the epic encounter it should have been. And then this match was actually undersold and overproduced. And that's... That's the that's that's the that's a good quality to have. I mean, it's a good testament. I mean, hey, they did it. Yeah, I was re- really, really, I was, I was entertained. There you if go. If you will, <laughs> are you not? I was sports entertained. <laughs> are you not sports entertained? Hell no. Um, see, there's a difference because I'm not a professional wrestler. I'm a sports entertainer. I love. I don't know if you've watched Ring of Honor from uh, was it. Was it this week? I think it was this week where Cody Rhodes says that. And that he says it to, uh, who did he say it to? Because I'm not a pro wrestler, I'm a sport entertainer. He said, yeah, he was he was cutting he was cutting a promo. It was like a little vignette. And he goes, I love Cody's See, promo. I'm not a professional wrestler. See, I'm a sports entertainer. And I was like, oh, shit, I love that. And so that's just a little something to leave off on. I don't know why. Well, what, what would you give the show um, out of seven? Why seven? Nah, it's, it's different. It's the, yeah, I'd give it a six. Solid six. Six. You know what? I'm going to give the show a six and a half because it had, it had two of the best. Like, you don't ever get two classic Hell in a Cell matches. Like, yeah. So I'm going to give it that. It managed. Just for the Hell in a Cell matches alone. Like, even with all the other matches sandwiched in between, it was a great show. But to have those two matches begin and end think- the show. I think if those Hell in a Cell matches were just regular matches and they built this as like a normal pay per view, it would not. It would be. No, it wouldn't have been. Those Hell in a Cell matches made it. Well, I mean, with the few, with the tag team few, you had no choice but to escalate. You just had a street fight. Yeah, but uh, Hell in a Cell is probably the perfect match for them. I mean, any match you put them in, they're gonna yeah. steal. Yeah. I kind of missed the. I'm trying to figure out why we haven't had like a triple threat tag team TLC match since ever. 
like that's like at least since 2000 like an actual three-team TLC like what the fuck why don't we do multiple teams like I I I don't know why like here's something else I love the tag team elimination chamber when they had the tag teams what's the last tag team ladder match could you tell me let me let me let me search my repertoire in my brain. Hold on, <laughs> let me let me go backwards here. I'm having a hard time thinking about it myself. DIY authors of pain NXT. Damn. I guess that counts. I was thinking oh, more like I was thinking more like uh, main roster, but oh, I mean, if you want to go there, you're gonna have to go back a little further. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I was trying to think of like WWE, not WWE NXT. I mean, are we talking about just a TLC match, or does it have to be a ladder match? It doesn't really matter. None of this really as matters. As long as you have to climb the ladder to receive, to retrieve those the two golden tag team belts hanging above the ring. It's been yeah, a while. The last one that I can remember is DX versus Jericho. TLC, the original. I think Jericho said in his book that that was one of his favorite matches. It is actually a really good match. Mm-hmm. That card is, you know, more to be desired. But yeah. I mean, Undertaker and Batista in a chairs match. Didn't see that coming. Yeah. Didn't see that match coming. But I'll give the show probably a six out of seven myself. Mm-hmm. Or you get six and a half. Mm-hmm. Mainly because of the class. Like, the reason I gave it that yeah. half is because it started strong and ended strong. Yeah. You don't get that from WWE a lot. Yeah. The only thing I didn't like is every match in between, really. Like, it was just kind of... They were all I kind of... They all had their own... Like... I think I think I, they were only lackluster because of the Hell in a Cell matches, which just shows you how good these Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, but is. one thing that I also appreciate is that every match, like, told its story, and it it mm-hmm. allowed for like every match in between allowed for the, the continuation of the story. Yeah, with the exception of Shinsuke and Gender, that was the end of the story. I hope so. Honestly. I doubt it. I mean, I, I mean, it's not <laughs> yeah. the end of Gender's story. I mean, I'm talking about like yeah. Shinsuke. He's going to be WWE champion. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh yeah. There's no way that he's not going to be WWE champion. But anyhow, well, uh, that about does it for Hell in a Cell. Um, yes, it does. We promised you we would do a video game um, moment Podcast. this week. Uh, we're actually going to do a full dedicated video game one Podcast. next week. That's that's my that's my promise. I guarantee you, we're going to do that. It seems like we're only doing one a week when we said we do two, but we're liars. So. You say do what? Do two <laughs> we podcasts? Definitely said we were gonna do two podcasts. Ah, that was before. Yeah. They don't need to know all that. We, we changed our schedule. It's kind of hard when you work yeah. until nine thirty on the day we're supposed to record, and then have to go in the next morning. It's kind of hard I to record. I work. I'm a working professional we wrestler. Work, man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a working intermediate wrestler. Sports entertainer. I'm not a sports entertainer. <laughs> I don't even know. Not yet, at least. Um, and I don't think you can be a sports entertainer unless you work with WWE, at least. Well, do you have any plugs you want to give? Uh, yeah, follow me. Instagram, The Miraculous One. You can follow me on Twitter at The Miraculous King. Uh, on Facebook, I'm Daniel Miraculous. And, um, no, that's it. I don't think I have anything to plug. I don't really mm-hmm. do. This is the thing that I would plug. Listen to the false comeback. <laughs> this is the thing that I would plug. We got a. You can follow me on Instagram, Spencer Beretta, B E R R E T T A. I'm assuming you know how to spell Spencer. Um, S P E N C E R. If you don't, um, shit, that's all I really have. <laughs> I don't really have any other. I don't have Twitter or anything. 
But uh, what are you doing with your microphone? You're holding it like you're a psychic holding onto the magic ball. I'm gonna leave them with my melodious voice. Well, I'm not done yet. I know. I'm waiting. You're the one that acknowledges me. You're making me, me nervous. Here. You're like fondling this microphone. But anyway, <laughs> don't make that face, please. Oh God, it looks like he's eating. <laughs> okay, don't. I'm not gonna get into it. Okay, Daniel, that's enough. <laughs> Um, God, I can't even like plug our upcoming show after that because it's, it's going to sound dirty. <laughs> um, but we've mentioned it earlier. Come check us out every Friday. Um, VCA Wrestling, um, 3035 Directors Row, Plaza to Suite E. And uh, we'll be there every single Friday. So come on out. $10, bring your kids. It'll be a hell of a show like it always is. I mean, of course it will. I'll be there. He'll be there. I'll be refereeing. Um, People are kind of mad about what I did last week. I don't know what you did last week. I I was too busy being you looking know, at yourself in the mirror. I was too busy pissed off. No, yeah, uh, I I kind of lost. I don't know. I was a little too. <laughs> Sounds pre- like a personal problem to me. Preoccupied. preoccupied <laughs> People you know. say I, I count a little bit too fast. I wouldn't know. It wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> People talking was, uh, to me all across. Uh, too busy brushing my wig. Yeah. Take care of that. Oh, was your real hair? Yeah, I don't know. No? Clearly, well, it's not. My I guess not. I'm looking at it right yeah. now. It's, oh, it's terrible. It's not long and purple. Oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cannot so, wait till tomorrow. Tomorrow's gonna be well today for you guys. So if you listen to this podcast and this happens to be a Friday, come on out. Come on out tonight. Guarantee you, it's gonna be amazing. Um, follow us or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash false comeback mm-hmm. follow us on soundcloud mm-hmm. at soundcloud.com slash false comeback and share with all of your friends it would really it would, we would really appreciate it if you're a friend of ours and you've you listen to this entire podcast all the way through and you hear me say that please 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 uh, we we work on word of mouth yes yeah. please so um and facebook posts share tell your friends who are also wrestling fans and uh to break it down subscribe to us on itunes i don't think we should say break it down we might get a cease and desist oh yeah we so might we, we, let's not make that a, yeah, a weekly we, thing you don't make it break, break it down break it <laughs> and, and don't play rick and morty's uh evil morty oh, song no. can't, can't do that anymore i had to cut that short the but, winner yeah. takes all it's the thrill of one more kill the last one to fall. Can't name you. Can't name that artist, can you? We'll never sacrifice their will. <laughs> Where there's no looking back, and the wings to the wind, and the only attack, and the wings to the wind. Oh, the daydream begins, and it's sweet, sweet, sweet victory. Yeah. Nah, don't.